how do you know that the walrus is angry and he, he just does always look like hey it's walter here and you're at the think profit podcast where we're going to help you develop a rock solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching right hugh that's right we're going to help you develop a wealth mindset develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh, sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. Hey, well, to revenge trading, I know some traders do it. I haven't really suffered from that, but let's talk about that and see how, why, what, first of all, why do people do it? And what are some ways to overcome it? Well, to me, it's kind of like the same reason why as humans, we will look at different animals and we'll give them human characteristics. There's actually a really fancy word for that and I can't remember what it is, but like it's where they do that in Disney movies, right? They take animals and they make them look human and we do that. When we see animals, like you go to the zoo and you go, oh, look, look at that walrus. He's so angry, you know? And like, but you like, how do you know that the walrus is angry and he just does always look like, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. To me, that's a weird thing. And we do the same thing, I think, with the markets where it's like, oh, you little pound you got me this time next time i'm gonna get you sort of thing you know mm. it becomes this thing where it's like i'm gonna get back at the pound because the pound has been beating me up and taking my money that's just a license to get off the res like you're gonna be off <laughs> your plans you know what i mean yeah. like you're gonna get way outside of that and now so, it's personal yeah it's personal and the other way it comes up though is brokers like you'll hear people say oh my broker got me again or whatever mm. I will say that there are brokers that do that, especially sure. in Forex. Yeah. But it's not the norm. And you can usually figure out who they are really quickly by the reviews. So when you see these reviews where these brokers are just getting hammered, all the brokers get hammered in the reviews, actually. But the ones that get really hammered, you know, those are the ones that you want to stay away from. And sometimes you can kind of tell when someone gives a broker a bad rating, you can see like, they're like, well, what they're saying is completely ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm actually on the side of the broker, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. so you can get spiked and things like that. And, and, and so you're like, oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get my money back and stuff like that. But it's really important for you to just determine like, what you, what are you trying to do as a trader? Are you trying to make money out of the strategy that you've tested and you know has a really good chance of working? Or are you trying to get back at the broker, the currency mm -hmm. pair, trying to prove your boyfriend or girlfriend wrong that you know you can make it out of trading? Like, what is your real motivation? And I think the closer you are aligned to following your rules and actually following that path, I think the better off you are. But that's yeah, just no, totally. Yeah. Totally, for sure. And I think it really boils down to ego, right? Like we want to prove something like you said, and it, our ego can't let go of it. And we need to get back at them or get back at whatever we perceive to be the culprit or cause us to lose. So yeah. what, do you, what do you think are some ways to get over that? To get over it. First of all, what you said is I, I totally agree with the female traders typically don't have as much an issue with that. They're really good at letting go of ego. Typically, not always, right? Typically, they don't have the ego that men do. And you'll see this when you go to like see trading gurus talk, the men will talk about all the money they made and how good they are and how they do this and that and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, you're setting yourself up for a failure. At the time that we're recording this, there's a really famous dude on Twitter who trades stocks and he's made a boatload of money. And the last couple of days, he's lost 4.5 or 4.2 million or something like that because he's letting his, his ego take over. Mm. And he's saying, like he says, the stocks only go up. And if you have any rule number one, stocks go up and they only go up. Rule number two, if you have any questions about what to do on a trade, see rule number one. And so what he's doing is he's really setting himself up for a, a life altering loss. 
Hey there, I hope you're finding this episode useful. I just wanted to let you know that Walter and I give away something valuable every month that helps traders improve their skills. You can enter to win by simply leaving an iTunes review and leaving a comment on our YouTube videos. At the end of each month, we'll look at the comments and reviews from the month and we'll pick a winner at random. Each comment and each review counts for one entry during the month that it's submitted. So if you're interested in that, be sure to enter after this podcast is over. All right, back to the episode. And if you read like the Market Wizards books, you'll hear all the stories about these guys who went through that. So how do you get rid of ego? Okay, what you need to do is you need to become your own manager or have a manager, one or the other, or probably both. So one, to become your own manager is rate your score on entry and rate your trade on exit, okay? And objectively look at that every week, every month, every quarter, every year. How are you tracking? You can keep it in a spreadsheet, see how you're going, how your rating's going. The other thing you do is every week you can talk to someone else and have them do the same thing and say, well, you didn't do what you said you were going to do with your system on three out of your five trades. So what's going on here, buddy? Right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's another way. So what you're trying to do is, is step out of yourself and see your, your performance from another's point of view. This is why the professional traders, when I say professional, I mean like the, the, the job, the guys, that's their job at the bank or the bank fund. Traders, yeah. Yeah, they have someone looking over after them. They all do. They all do. And when they leave, they don't, right? <laughs> when they go home and trade with their own money, they don't anymore, okay? And let's look at the difference between performance. So you can create that yourself where you have someone else. You can try to do it yourself with your journal and rate, and, you know, rate your entries and exits and rate your performance on the execution side. But you can also get these sort of reports from somebody else that you trust and you can do the same thing. You know, it's a trading buddy sort of thing. I try to connect people with trading buddies in the forum and that's, and it's a really good way. Like just every week, man, just work on one thing. What's the one thing that you tell your trading buddy you're going to work on this week? Simple as that. And then at the end of the week, how did you do? Did you do it? What? Show me. What, let me see the, the trades. Let me see the data. Even if the one thing is just, I'm going to backtest 100 trades this week. You know, it doesn't even have to be live trading. It can be backtesting or whatever. So yeah, that's what I would recommend to do is, is offload the responsibility of knocking down your ego to someone else. <laughs> They're much better at it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully exactly. they, they'll tell you the truth. You need someone who's truthful, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think we both know several bank traders who could trade well at the bank, but when they leave, it's really difficult, right? And it's part of that part of that system. Now, I would also add, like, I think it helps to physically imagine yourself, like, separate from yourself almost and like observing yourself from as like a third party. And that helps me to um, get more objective about what I'm looking at. Yeah, like a camera. So, yeah. so it's, I think it's, uh, I've, I've read about this when I was on my trading sabbatical. Yeah. So you kind of like back in 2004, I think, I don't know if it's NLP or maybe it was NLP, but the idea that you kind of see, like you say, like you're there trading. And I remember when I st first started doing it, I was like, man, I, I looked at myself and I felt like I was addicted, you know, like I felt like, like I watched myself trading and my setup and I had this really comfortable chair and I was sitting at it like every night. And I just thought, man, like you're just sitting there in that chair the whole time. What are you doing? Like, and that's when I kind of moved away from trading the lower time frames. I just thought... I realized, number one, that my, all my best trades were the ones where I didn't sit and watch it. And so I, I kind of walked away. And thing number two was doing that technique you just said, which is a great technique because I kind of objectively saw, man, my body is going to mold into that chair. Like I am going to, you know what I mean? I am going to yeah. be like, I'm going to turn into Jabba the Hutt because... <laughs> You know, and I, I would fool myself because all day I was surfing, I was going, you know, doing whatever I wanted. And then at night around six, five, six o'clock is when I would sit down in that chair and just 
lock into the computer and I'd be there from like six till 2 a.m. It was crazy, oh. man. So yeah, so I just thought this is not a good idea. And so that can definitely help. You could ask other people. You can ask other yeah. people, you know, I mean, like it doesn't even have to be, I, I don't, you know, with your trading accountability partner, you want someone who's a trader, but it could be someone that's not, doesn't really understand trading. And you can ask them about what do you think about, you know, my trading mm -hmm. or how I'm, you know, cause then you might get a perspective about, they might say something that'll shock you. Like, are you really happy? Like, is this <laughs> yeah. really what you want to do? Like, you know what I mean? You always seem so upset or, you know, they could give you some sort of weird insight that you hadn't even considered. Yeah. Cause if um, you're in it, like there's a certain amount of dogma associated with any type of activity or profession. And some people get brainwashed into that. But when you get a, an opinion from somebody else from the outside, then you can get something that's fresh and something that's not necessarily part of that dogmatic thinking. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, Walter. Okay, thanks. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.